Hey, explain everything, listeners. It's giveaway time. We're giving away $201, and all it costs you is a $3 subscription to patreon.com slash explain everything. $3 could win you $201, bro. That's 67 times return on your investment. I learned that from Tyler's YouTube math channel. Now get over there and subscribe. We're picking one lucky Patreon subscriber to win $201 on patreon.com slash explain everything. Looks like you made it. It does look like we made it. it. Looks like well, we've already made it. I mean, we we've definitely made it. Dude, is this a main episode or Patreon? This is main episode. Main everybody. It's one for everybody. One for the kids. One for one. Us, one for us. One for them. Yeah. This is for them. Yeah. And the Patreon's for All, us. And you're them. Because you're giving us money They're to them. give you yeah. money. Yeah. Patreon is uh, that's legit, and we really do want you to go there. Because yeah. I was talking with somebody yesterday. And they have been listening actively. They've listened to all of the episodes, and they have not. And he's like, oh, my gosh, there's so many more because you guys— Twice as many. Yeah, it's just twice as many. Patreon.com slash explain everything. You know what? If you go and subscribe today, we'll give you free tire rotation. Really? Yeah, it comes with a purchase. Will it help with my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis? Oh, it's going to give you Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? What does that even mean? Even what was I saying? What does that mean? What are we talking about today? We're talking about writing a book. You want to write a book? I do. You do. You'd be great. Remember, you used to have books on your shelf, and you were like, oh, I'm cool. So you had like paper over them, so they were all blank. I didn't do that. And I wrote your name. Yeah, you did. In a book you wrote. What did I write? You know, you wrote you wrote something about, you said, I forget what the title was. That's what I was wanting to know. But then you put my name on it. But what's sad is the book that was underneath it, the paper that was underneath it, was by a guy who's not doing great right now. Really? Yeah. So I burned all of them. To John Maxwell? <laughs> oh, man. My uh, is he in trouble for uh, filming his Instagram uh, videos too close to his face? Uh, hey, John Maxwell, you're not the face from Nick Jr. Pull the camera away from your head. Mar- Mar- Marla and I are starting to get a, a little bit of chafing up underneath our chin uh, where the, the tanning bulbs are too close. <laughs> Smart. Well, there's five levels of tanning bones. <laughs> uh, John Maxwell, author, look at us. Bring look it at us. Hey, we did Stand on brand. Stand, yeah. We're talking about writing a book. We're going to talk through the process of writing a book, what yeah, it's like. Yeah, we are. Um, if you wanted to write a book, if you want to be published, not published, etc. Has anybody that we know that is also good at music ever written a book? Somebody like Justin Tilly? Okay. I, wow. And now you're messing up the t- <laughs> No, Joseph hasn't written a book. It's so good to know. But his songs are like books of love. Oh. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast. Now officially your fourth favorite podcast. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you go to patreon.com slash explain everything to get exclusive episodes. Looks like we made it. does look like we've made it now. Gosh. When you have Joseph Tilly on how your How can pocket, you not? How can you not how do it? How can you help? <laughs> how can you not do it, Neil? How can you? How can you not watch Godfather 2? You skip one, three, or you skip the second one? Yeah. Is it not good it? to you? Do you not like? Why would you do that? Why do you not like my accent? Remember, <laughs> we did an episode uh, recently. <laughs> uh, very recently. On the Patreon where we went through like eight different accents. And I'll tell you this, Neil. You may be better than me. See. You're better than me? See. Why do you not think I'm better than you? Wow, that was pretty good. I am, I am doctor. I, I cut, I <laughs> cut, I cut now. I'm Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, 
the yeah. one that talks uh, like this, not the I, one you know. I'm a diva uh, one. I am the one, the only one. I am the one, the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about We've publishing lost a book. Him. So if okay, so here's the deal. What's Neil, wrong? With how many books you written? Have I written? How many have you written so far? Zero. Elon. No, I've written. Why books. have you? Why haven't you written a book? Like uh, legit, like you're the kind of dude, like you're Enneagram three, you're, re- I almost said freaking. I uh, think about you're it. You're smart. Like, why don't you, why don't you? Go on. I don't, I, I, th- I think about it, but then um, I, I fall into this trap of uh, no one's going to read it. Yeah. That's Which exactly. Is what every. That's my brand. I write crap <laughs> nobody reads. I've done it my entire life. I make no. videos. I just make stuff to no. make it. It's not about the process of some helping somebody. It's about making it. Okay, so you if if you're if that's my if that's my hang up, then what is your what is your encouragement or your like your response to that? Because I know that you have to. It's not it's not that you're just nobody's gonna listen to that read my butt. But <laughs> but it's like no, you write it for the people that will, not the people that won't. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like you serious? Like when you think like oh, I have something to tell or some advice or something to give. Like you want to. It, it can help somebody. There's a demographic for whatever it is you have to say. It's like, well, other people said it. Yeah, in their voice, from their experience. Like, okay, if, okay there are people are, I mean, I'm assuming because that's how words work. They're hearing this because they're listening to our podcast. Yes, yes. There are tons of podcasts. There's podcasts that, that, that rate higher, very few. Not in Germany. Uh, not in Germany. <laughs> we're, uh, we're doing great in Germany. But there's like other podcasts out there. It's like, why do they listen to us when they can listen to somebody else? It's like yeah. different people connect with other people. Like, it's the whole concept of having friends. Think of your friends. You oh, yeah. connect with them. It doesn't mean oh, I'm most similar, like always. It's like, no, we're friends because of, you know, we're around them or they have a percept- or perspective or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's like somebody can benefit from you. And I think the problem a lot of people fall into, like the last book I wrote, when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I can make, you know, I, w- I was almost like going to be more generic. Like, oh, this will meet the a larger crowd. Then I thought, no. What do I bring to the conversation? Pop culture references and, you know, <laughs> leaning hard into being a millennial and like yeah. all that stuff and like connecting the two generations that we have. Like a lot of teachers are, you know, uh, baby boomers, you know, Gen X, and then they're teaching Gen Z. And it's like, how can I connect those as a millennial or like my experience with the internet and all that? So it's like, bring your own perspective and your talents to South Beach, if you will. Like, yeah. you know, like use your perspective and it's going to meet the needs of a specific audience versus a large and generic Yeah, it's not audience. everybody. You're not John Maxwell. Right. <laughs> you can't just be like, oh, there can't be that many irrefutable laws. Exactly. He just literally says the same thing. Just you, so it. you have, oh, he is I've a, read several of his books, and it's the same and book. And it's the exact same book. Yeah. It's another Ronald Reagan reference. <laughs> um, they're in every one of his. He, he'll he'll talk about Margaret Thatcher and, and Ronald Reagan in every one of them. So good. So, uh, Tyler, you have not just, how many, you've not written one book. No. You've not written two books. Uh-uh. You've not written three books. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm genuinely excited you know how many books I've written. Like, that means a lot to me. How, how, how many books? I've written four books. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't think... Uh, tell everybody what, you, what, what books you've written. Because I don't think... I think they probably know. If they follow you or if they're, if they're fans of the show, they know about the most recent... Well, tell, them, tell them how you got there. Tell them all this. Tell them what the books are. I feel like I'm like being interviewed. This is so... I've never... I just... Well, I don't know. I don't know what the process is. You trying to interview me? I don't know what the process is. Okay. So, I, I, just to give you context. So, I've, I have written four books. Um, I wrote the first one when I was 25. It's called Words and Sentences. <laughs> and the reason I titled it is that is because when people are like, what's in it? What's it about? I'm like, it's got words and sentences in it. I thought it'd be funny. That's a great tagline. Literally titled You wrote it. a book because you thought yeah. it'd be funny? Yeah, that's exactly oh why I did Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, so it was, I used to write a blog 
Remember when blogs were a thing? I do. I wrote a blog, you know, five days a week. And what I did was a compilation of all of those like short, uh, I call it like a toilet book. Like you sit on the back of the toilet. This is before I knew phones were going to literally be everything we did while sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Um, but you put it by the toilet and you could pull it out and read, you know, one page or three pages or whatever, flip through it. I've got like short jokes in it. I've got little short stories. I've got explanations. I got, you know, top five. It's just a bunch of, essentially it's like a bunch of blog posts okay. put together into a few hundred page book. And so did that when I was like 24, 25. Um, and then, it's a lot you can do in your prep period when you know what you're going to be teaching. You know what I mean? <laughs> After that first year, you're like, oh, cool. I can do this. I got this. Uh, so I did a lot on my prep period. And so did that book. Uh, the cover makes your eyes bleed. I had It was really weird. I don't, I don't think I've seen there. that. It's gross. Um, then the second book I wrote was called uh, Letters to Famous People. Uh-huh. And it, I, I, I low-key really like Letters to Famous People. I, I like it. It's a little over the top, but that's my brand. And so what I did was I essentially pretended to be a fan, like over, like obsessive fan uh, of different, you know, celebrities, notable figures, all that stuff. And uh, I wrote like 88 letters and put in a book, Letters Famous People. And then the third one. <laughs> How many letters? 88, I believe. Oh, that's my favorite. Number. I know, it is your favorite okay, number. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, that's how fast you got to go to travel through time. And uh, serious. And then the the third book I wrote was uh, Superheroes Need Sleep Too. It's a children's book. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever, read it to your kid. And who illustrated it? Uh, Olivia Bruce, one of my students. She was a 10th grader. Amazing artist. See, that's what's so cool about this. It's not like you're just like, I'm going to do all this all myself or whatever. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, I would, but I'm a terrible artist. (laughs) It wasn't strategic to be a nice person. I'm just not talented. No, but Olivia, she's a 10th grader that I had in class, in math class, and she was an amazing artist. So I paid her to, uh, to illustrate it and wrote that. And then I didn't, it's like I wrote three books while I was a classroom teacher. Like in the five years I was a classroom teacher, I wrote three books. And then as soon as I became an administrator, I had no time like you have no free oh, time. Yeah, you yeah. have planned, I say free time, prep time, whatever. You have that planned in your day, like 30 to 45 minutes, you know, three or four times a week. There's you don't no have way. Meetings. When you become an administrator, there's always more to do. Yeah. And so- uh, You moved up the ladder. Yeah, yeesh. And so then um, I finally read Atomic Habits, which if you're going to write a book, I recommend you read Atomic Habits by James Clear before you write it. I've been talking about writing uh, the Baller Teacher Playbook. It's a book to help teachers build the culture they want in their classroom. I had talked about it for three or four years. I had been doing the presentation. I did like do a keynote called How to Be a Baller Teacher, and I wanted to adapt it into a book. And I just, I would like record chunks of it, but never be consistent. And it's all about consistency. And I just, you know, for like three months there, I would show up to work an hour early, work for 45 minutes on my book before huh. I started work. And uh, so that whole like uh, I've heard from a lot of writers that you you have to like even Jerry Seinfeld writes every day. He doesn't take a day off. He sits down. People think of him as a comedian. He's actually a writer first and then a comedian. Mm -hmm. They write religiously every day. Yep. They sit down to at least get go through. You definitely Rick. I mean that's what the the oh you have to putting it in your calendar either you know. Whatever. If you have a prep period, do it then. If you, you know, if you work and you can't do it during work, do it before or after or at night before you go to bed. You literally pick, you know, twenty minutes to an hour. You schedule it in and say, "This, I will put my phone away. I will do nothing except for work towards it." Might, and that's the yeah. thing. Sometimes I wasn't writing. I was reading and editing. I was, yeah, you know, yeah. doing um, outline of something. I was, you know, like whatever it was I was doing, and I was moving something forward. It's just about pushing the ball a little bit forward. 
every single day. Do you start off with the outline for all the chapters or do you just start writing? I did. Uh, I started out with a rough outline and then, you know, it changed over time. Yeah. There was a chapter on diversity I wasn't going to do. And I had had like Nathan King, by the way, go uh, get all of his books. He writes better and more than anything He's I do. Smart. Nathan King, uh, check him out. He's He's got another, he texted me the other day, he's got another book. That dude is a... He's a machine. Dude, he's doing another so one. So talented. Yes, and so um, we did. Have, we should have had him on for this. That would have been great. But he wow. edited my book. Uh, amazing dude. Did a fantastic job. It told me. Apparently, I do a lot of run-on sentences. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. But he Calm split us. it up. He's like, "You're kind of exhausting your audience." I go, "That's what I want. <laughs> I want them to be That's drained of energy. That's what I do. That's good." Do. But good. um, anyways. I don't know what I was going with this, but it was, yeah, the end. So that you, a friend of mine actually talked about it. He wants to write a book and he has started coming up with the chapters just as themes so that he eventually takes them where he wants to, yeah. to get them. And you definitely recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. Then, is it expensive? So no. Uh, so let's, let's talk through, there's two ways. So you, you hear the traditional way that people used to have to write books was you get published. So you write something, yeah. you find an agent, they shop your, your, um, your manuscript your whatever your book around the idea around to different publishers and then one of them picks it up they give you a chunk of money like here's 10 grand or here's 13 i think john acuff one time said he got paid 13 grand for stuff christians like when he wrote that book really they give him 13 grand up front or 30 grand up front i don't know they give you a chunk up front and then essentially the book sales you're paying them back for that uh, and if you don't sell that much i'm pretty yeah. sure you have to pay a lot of that back wow and so that's what a lot of them do now um now, what I think a lot of them they'll do is they won't give that upfront money. It's almost it. like, especially if you're new, like if you're like an established, like John Grisham, he gets paid to write the books. Yeah. Then you know it makes yeah. up to that amount, and then he gets paid royalties afterwards. Um, you know, a percentage of it afterwards. And that's that's the publishing company. And I actually did. I was in conversations with a couple of publishing companies uh, before I published this last book. Okay. And I want to kind of talk through the idea of publishing versus self-publishing, which is what you're alluding to, which is it's free. You can do it and you can go publish it yourself okay. today. Okay. Um, and we'll talk through both of those. Um, it sounds a little intimidating to try. I mean, you're basically, it's a pitch. Yeah. Like you're going to, I have this idea. It's like, yeah. It's, okay. And uh, that's what you're going to do the same thing. Yeah. It's exact. It's very similar to like, you know, movies, which you've directed a movie you understand better than I do. So it's like, uh, by beyond, check it out on YouTube. Oh, gosh. And so you can, you go in and you essentially build an outline. You do, just like movies, you'd be like, here are similar movies. You do, here are similar titles. Like, here are books that are similar to what I've done. Here's my play on it. You give your one-liner of what okay. it is going to be, um, like the subtitle of your book, potential titles. And there was a company, a lady that, you know, found me on social media. And uh, this is before I started TikTok. She just, I guess, found my YouTube or something. And and she reached out and was like, hey, I love your voice. And I think it's we're in the need of a, you know, a younger, a voice for a younger generation coming into the education space because yeah, yeah. you know like harry wong you know ron clark these guys they've sold millions of books they're not but they they're doing it anymore yeah i mean they're they? still yeah i don't know about harry wong but ron clark yeah he actually is a principal he like started a school it's really oh, great wow. he's great okay. i love ron clark okay um but he is like gen x you know like he's yep. he's he's not gonna shove he's gonna this is what y'all should do you know he's he's from south carolina <laughs> he's even more southern than <laughs> i am which is answer. saying a lot um but you know it's uh he, they were, they, the idea was that she thought I could come in and be that voice. And so I started like doing it and we were going back and forth. And then she took a job somewhere else and handed me off. Uh, and you know how it, when you're not so someone's yep. find, yep. you don't matter as much to them. And they, it uh, kind of fizzled you out. handed something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then I had another, uh, this is all about me, Neil. I had another, um, 
another publisher who's a notable publisher in that space. Okay. I reached out and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Would you be interested? And I got rejected by a ton of publishers for, I think it was Letters to Famous People. I tried to get published, send it out, copy, paste it, send it out to like 100 something people. Really? I only got like three people that even responded to my face. Um, but that's fine. You got to get an agent and that's what they do. They shop that's around. What, a lot of people yeah. won't talk unless you get an agent. They don't want to do it. No. Because yeah. so, they know you don't know the game. Yeah. And they're they're not going to talk to you about it because it's awkward for a lot of people. And it's, yep. they'd rather deal with somebody who's used to dealing with it. Yeah. Um, and I get that. And so, uh, but then again, that's just a piece of somebody taking a chunk of your money out, you know, as you do it, which I'm super rich. That's why I need this. <laughs> but uh, I talked to another notable, notable publisher in the education space and they published a ton of books and it was a really good conversation. They're very popular, sold, you know, hundreds of thousands of their own book and then other people's. And what they would have done is they're going to take a chunk of your money. And so I'm sitting here thinking, and this is, it's funny because, you know, I know this dude, like dude speaks all over the country. Um, I keynoted a conference a few years ago where they were day one, I was the day two keynote. And it's like, I got, whenever I told them my price, they like, can we pay you a little less? And I know it's because they had to pay that dude more. You know what I mean? I was Dang like, it. oh, cool. I'm your discount, bro. Uh-huh. Um, but now I'm paid way more than I used to, than but way that, less than him still. That. Um, I have seen what some of these dudes get paid. It's insane, bro. Um, I I, that's what's wild is like, unless you're a massive big name, whatever, you just don't think, I'm like, I don't know how much money you make from writing a book. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. You can average it out, you know, based on how many you sell. They say, I think 90, I want to say the last stat I saw, 95% of people who publish a book, either self or, you know, whatever, don't sell over a thousand copies. No 95% don't sell over a thousand copies. Oh my gosh. That's not that many. No, I mean, you would think it's not, but then you write a book and you're like, oh, this is hard to sell. Yeah. Because people are literally having to put money Uh towards something that everybody talks about doing, but never does. That's reading. Wow. (laughs) And so anyways, talk to this dude about it. And the first thing he asked me, he's like, hey, I'm excited to talk to you about this. He said, but my first question is, why do you want to? And it, it hit me. Right then, because you think in your head, like, you know, you've made, like, all these people, I want to get published. I want to get published. Uh They're trying to get it published, and they won't go forward unless they get published. And I'm sitting here thinking, it's 2021. Like, we don't have to get published to sell stuff. Like, the middleman is slowly deteriorating Uh in the entertainment industry. The the gap between those two. You can get, like, I could go make a video. We're doing it right now. We're recording a podcast and putting it out. We don't run it through producers. The Bachelor people aren't like, well, you need to fake (laughs) this relationship. Like, we have to do... Uh Like, you don't have to run it through anybody else's opinion. It actually stays more pure. Like, it's actually more yours. Exactly. That's why people are coming back around with director's cuts of things. Because, like, this is the movie I actually wanted to make, but executives made I mean, the entire Justice League. Snyder movie, Cut, yeah. The Snyder Cut shows you that. So, yeah, you're right. You cut And off. it was better, way better than the other Yeah, one. it was yeah. a lot longer. But it was better. But it was better. Yeah, I'll take that all day. I'll watch it over three different nights. But It, t- it took I'll me like two it. days. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, But... That's the thing. He asked me, like, why do you want to do this? Because at that time, I had started kind of building up a TikTok audience. Like, by the way, what's up, TikTok gang? Hey, hey. I love TikTok. But they were there, and he was like, essentially, the reason, and I thought, well, I would want you and your network of people to also promote it. Because it's like, I, I can promote yeah. myself on my yeah, own, yeah. but it's like, I, need, I know from my own experience of making a lot of stuff that nobody looked at or read, I need to open at other markets. And to do that, you need someone to vouch for you in that market. Distribution is everything. I know. And it's like, I can create content all day. And that's the thing. I'm content creating. Like, I can make a ton of that. But it's like getting people to know that it exists is the hard part for me. Because I don't like advertising dollars, all the extra, the the faces you can put it in front of. Putting it on book tours, getting it. And he even, and he didn't guarantee that they would like talk about it a lot. And he's like, well, we, you know, they're not used to dealing with people that have their own audience already. And that's what, if you want, if you know, like, I want to, I want to publish a book, 
you know, I want to write a book and I, I want it to be published. I don't want to self-publish. I want to publish it. What you need to do right now is start building an audience. You need to either get an email list, oh, wow. a blog. Um, if you can do video, you need to create social media accounts where you yeah. do video. You need to get an audience because that is the, when I, when that first publisher hit me up, huh. I had to list out all of my social media channels, followers, all this stuff. And they wouldn't even talk to me unless I had a certain level because they know that is like, that's a built-in, these people will, might purchase from you. A percent of them will purchase yeah. this. They will not talk to you about publishing unless you have that, unless they just read it and it's just an incredible book. You, and even the then audience, they might not. The audience is so, well, so Emmanuel Ocko, you and I both read it. Yeah, book. yeah, Emmanuel Ocko. He has an incredible built-in audience, right? He's on TV every day. He doesn't, he's yeah. Already, he's but national. he wasn't then. He wasn't when he. What? Really? So he, he started Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. He did not have an audience. That's why he tried to get on that he, show? What that show? morning, he tried to get his deal well, that on was the morning after. show. No, that was after. Oh. So he he published that. It blew up, and then Matthew McConaughey got on. All these people oh. got on, and it like not it didn't legitimize because what he was saying was legitimate. But it like in like that production like right, world, right, yeah. they need to see Matthew McConaughey. Uh -huh. They can't just be like, oh, you're a YouTube person. Yeah, he did that there. Then he got on like The Bachelor, you okay. know, Beyond the Rose or yep. whatever or whatever it's called. And then he got on you know, that morning show. Yep. Then it started opening up those. Like that was his oh, link into that. Okay, I didn't know but, that. But he had to have that YouTube audience first, which yeah. he did. He got it, built it up and got that attention. So that's the thing. Like I talked to them and then they're, I, I was going to go with them, but then they wanted me to change the title and I liked the title. And I was like, this is kind of like, I've been speaking about this and yep. yeah. it fits kind of the, the and, I, and I'm writing a book where it's talking about like, there's chapters about being authentic. And now I'm going to be like the super duper playbook. Like, I'm like, no, yeah. like I'm going to be authentic to who I am. I remember that wrestling match. Yeah. Cause I called okay. you and asked your advice. Yeah. So it's like the thing that you have going for you is your personality in this. Like you can, when you're reading it, you can hear your voice. Yeah. You're going to love it or hate the, it. But it's okay. That's, that's fine. I know. That's what I want. I yeah. want people. I don't want anybody to be like, that was pretty good. Yeah. You I want to be like, I freaking yeah. love it. Yeah. Or I couldn't get past the first chapter. That's uh, what I want. But anyways, I'm sorry. It's not about me. This is not no. a pitch for my book. Don't read my book unless you're a teacher. Whatever. And then you should buy 10 of them. I'm kidding. Calm down. Um, <laughs> but I ended up self-publishing all four of those books, which you can do. You can, you can publish them. They're all available on Amazon. You can put them out. They're on Amazon. Yeah. So let's talk through, what do you want to talk through next? Self-publishing or the? Yeah, self-publishing. Okay. That's, so, what, that's what probably most people have the shot at doing. Yeah, because you could do that right now. If you're like, I already have a manuscript and nobody about yeah. You can literally put it up today on on uh, on Amazon. Okay. So used to, there was a company called CreateSpace. And CreateSpace, you would go in, you would upload your, your Microsoft Word file of your document, upload the cover, you pick out the price, um, and then they calculate the percent they're going to take they're going to take about 70% of what you sell that for. Oh, wow. So if you sell for 10 bucks, you're going to get $3 per book. For okay? real? Yes. Now you can purchase your own book for probably, you know, four uh, or five bucks yeah. and then sell it on your own. Um, but you're still going to be paying for your book. So it's like, but the good thing with this is no upfront cost. Okay. Now I said that it started with CreateSpace. Don't go to createspace.com. If you do, it's going to say Kindle Direct Publishing. So okay. Amazon you used to be able to do it through CreateSpace and then you could submit it to Amazon. Now Amazon purchased a few years ago, they purchased CreateSpace and now changed the name to Kindle Direct Publishing because Kindle is the, the Amazon yeah. reader. Yeah. So they've essentially funneled that under the, uh, the Kindle brand. Okay. They're putting it in that brand. So like Prime, you know, that's, oh, I'm going to watch, you know, yep. Amazon Prime. That's yeah, yeah. like video. That's also the two-day shipping, all that stuff. That's their brand for it. So Amazon did the same thing with books. So it's Kindle Direct Publishing. If you Google it, you can go there and it'll show you and walk you through the process. 
what I would recommend, if you're gonna do that, you're like, I'm gonna start writing today. Go to Kindle, first grab a couple books, figure out what size book you want. Like the common one is like, I think five by eight and a half or something like that. Okay. Maybe oh, that's size something. wise. You're size wise. Physical size. A physical size of a book you want to print. Okay. Then go to Kindle Direct Publishing, go in there, create an account, all that. Then they have different templates, Microsoft Word templates. You can convert them into Google Docs if you're smart. Keep it in Word <laughs> if you don't want to, if you're 80 or above. And then, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Ginger. Ginger. Uh, that's not a play towards Reddit people. No, it's a person yeah, it's we know named Ginger person. that I... Yep. For some great. reason, went off they're on great. about Microsoft Word <laughs> for context. Sorry, um, we don't want you to think we're talking about Reddit no, people. No, they're great. great. Yeah, yeah, Reddit's um, great. So whenever, whenever, um, whenever you go in, you download the size you want because they're like the formatting will be weird, and you're gonna get it's gonna get on your nerves. Like the formatting of it is the most annoying part because then you like run, you know, an online like okay, I want to see what it looks like. Make sure the words don't bleed over. It doesn't yeah, like yep. look stupid. Yep. Cause that's a hard part. You got like, like half a sentence or one word on one page. Yeah. Like, you don't no, want that. I gotta or if it like bleeds over into the cover, you don't want it to be like page numbers, like putting the, where the, the title of the chapter and the page number were correct was way more annoying to me than it should have been. Now here's the huh. cool thing. And I was going to tell people this cause I wish I'd have done this. If you don't say you've already got it written and you don't want to do any of that formatting, there is a website called Fiverr, F-I-V-R-R.com. And it's where people offer like freelance services. I don't get paid. This is not a paid promotion. Fiverr, if you want to sponsor us, hey. make checks payable to yeah. Neil. Uh, just say Neil on it. Don't For know. my book. Yeah. For his new book, which you should write. Um, and so go to fiverr.com and just search like Kindle book formatting or, you know, uh, book formatting. Somebody will for like pay them a fee. 10, 20 bucks. Yep. Yeah. They'll format the whole thing for you for yeah. the printable book and for the Kindle version. That's what I did for mine because I had wow. some photos. Each chapter had like a quote, but it was a photo and I was uh -huh. like getting annoyed with trying to format it. I paid like 30 bucks. Somebody did it That's all for so me. so much better. It's, it saved like the me. The amount of time it would have taken out. you versus Bro, them. on my children's book. So, you know, Olivia did those photos and I put it in. It was a Kindle book, but I could not get it to where the printing didn't bleed over on the photos okay. for, the, uh, for the physical book. So for like eight years of a children's book, I did not have, <laughs> I didn't have a physical book you could wow, buy. Wow. And because I got I like every, pretty much every year and a half, I would try to do it, spend and six so hours, frustrated. couldn't figure it out, get aggravated and quit. And so I finally just paid a lady, like, I don't know, 20 or 30 bucks on Fiverr. She formatted the whole thing. I submitted the document. Oh my gosh. It's available. Just do that. Write the book, That's so much pay better. 20 or 30 bucks for somebody to format it. Boom. Upload it, upload a cover. You're good to go. You can make covers. If you're going to make a cover, if you're going to make your own cover, I recommend going to Canva dot com c-a-n-v-a dot yes. com yes um and then just make the cover there if you know a friend who's an artist whatever i had my buddy steven overturf um check him out he created the cover oh, yeah. for mine i traded him some bar stools for it <laughs> <laughs> not barstool sports no actual bar stools. Bar, bar stools for his apartment which i think That's he probably amazing. sold because he moved um but yeah he did it he did an incredible job and then you know that's it that's what i recommend once you do it it goes live on amazon immediately so like, it's not like a waiting? No, it's like maybe a day or two, I think, for it to go live. Oh, my gosh. And then after that, you put the link in your bio, whatever, which if you do link in bio, I recommend solo.to. Uh, yeah. Um, man, yeah, I'm giving absolutely. them all the links. Yeah. Um, this is really helpful. And so you do all that, and then you just push people to your book, and that's it. I need to probably promote my – I haven't promoted my book in a while on my TikTok stuff. I need to do it. But if you want to know for sales, like my other books, I did like a blog tour because I was in that like – 
humorous kind of Christian person yeah. uh, blog sphere. And so what I would do is I'd do guest posts and at the end they would promote oh, yeah, my book. Yeah, yeah. Sold some. Uh, the teacher books have been better because like principals will go in and buy the book for like their building and then do book, book studies. And then I do like, I do a, a consistent ad on Amazon that I run every day and it's geared really? around people that searched certain terms. And so it pretty much pays for itself because like it yeah, runs oh, yeah, the ad yeah, and yeah. then I sell the books. And so it kind of, you know, it's a wash for a lot of times, but it's promoting it's me out there sold. Yeah, and so that people there. can have me come in and speak at their school. Man. So, I don't know. So that's the other thing too that you have is you're not talking, you didn't write some book, you didn't write a fictional book about whatever, and then you're just going to on a book reading tour or whatever. You're going and you're talking about what you wrote because you've put it into practice. You're, you didn't just write some, some well, story about it. And that's the thing with my book. Like I didn't get too worked up one because I'm used to making content that nobody reads or watches, <laughs> but also like, you know, you put all this time and effort in a book and a lot of people get really deflated because you, you publish it and then you make 20 sales and yeah. they're all like your yeah. mom. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Mine were all my mother-in-law. My mom didn't even buy my other books. <laughs> my mother-in-law bought them. Come on. And I told her it was a toilet book. So it's sitting next to her toilet and her house. And I was like, Oh, oh thanks Linda. Um, she's the only person that pays attention to me. Thanks, Linda. Thank you, Linda. You're the best. Amanda Appreciate has, that. Amanda has not read any of my books except for my children's book. I don't even know if she's read that. I think she heard me read it. But anyway, she hasn't read any of my books. Wow. But she's like, I hear you talk all the time. I don't need to read it. I'm like, well, that's accurate. I'm living with the book. I'm living that's with you. it. Yeah. So um, I don't know what else. Oh, so the thing with my book is, it. I, and this is what I recommend to you when you're thinking about what you want to write about, think about what you're already doing and how this can be a supplemental piece to that. So Whenever I go speak at a school oh, and I do smart. like a keynote and I'm like, yep. like, I'm talking about how to be a baller teacher, I can say, hey, by the way, I've got a book if you want to buy it for the people in attendance. Yep. Boom. They buy, you know, 100, 200 books. Boom. They hand them out for free. That's now so smart. they have something to walk away with besides that. And so it's, it's almost like one, it adds legitimacy, legitimacy in my field because if you're in education, they want you to have written a book, right. if they want you to speak, whatever. But then two, I can give them something like I can come in and talk for an hour but then I have an 18-part study you can do with your teachers over a semester or over a year oh, to help improve better. them. So it's like, that's I don't know. Better. I would recommend writing a book that co correlates with what you already yep. do. Yes. That can be a supplemental thing that, like, because that book, if I speak for, you know, the next 10 years, it can still sell when I go speak at those schools. Yeah. Michael Hyatt, he wrote a book, and every time he writes a new book, his other books start selling because he'll like reference those oh, in that book. Wow. So it's like this trickle down effect yep. to everything else. I, well, something that I always love about uh, certain books, like definitely nonfiction or, you know, education, whatever, is when there's a complimentary book that is like a study guide to walk other people through it. Yep. I, lo I love buying those combinations because I love reading a book, but I love reading a book together with other people. And then it's even better when you actually have a track yep. that you're on. That's And to have somebody who actually wrote it create that. Is because smart. how many books have you read where it's like a month later, you're like, I don't remember one. Oh my gosh. Even though you liked yep. it. Yeah. It's like, I read um, like two of my books that are my every year reads are Atomic Habits. And then also um, Never Split the Difference. It's like a negotiating yeah, discussion yeah. book. And I literally will go to sleep with a headphone in listening to Never Split the Difference. But I still like can't memorize. Uh -huh. Like I'm just now starting to memorize it's these. It's a lot, man. And then you have to incorporate them into your, like, your conversations, yeah. things like that. It's all so, helpful. It's just over, overload when you're reading it and then yes. you don't retain some of that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so it's good um, if you have those companions. And that's what I, with my, like I'm not telling you I wrote the perfect book. I mean, I did. Yeah, that's why we're here. No, there's so you much did. I would change now. You wrote the perfect book. <laughs> this book is like a three pieces of book. Bu Stack them together. <laughs> like a three. Three. How many books? Triple well, you got four, four books. Dan Shunpike. Hey, can I tell you a surprise? 
Is this a surprise time? Can I tell you this? Sure. Okay. You wrote surprise a book. time. No, you don't know. <laughs> well, I have a stack of books that I've read. These are all of my manuscripts. I would love to self read those. No, uh, I'm uh, I'm almost to the halfway point of uh, of recording your audiobook for uh, the Baller Teacher. Playbook. No, you're not. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> But yeah, you're doing audiobook. Yeah, your audiobook. You're not gonna sit down and do it. You need what are to you do serious? It. Yeah, why not? We already have all this stuff. This is stuff. But I mean, if you want to get it out there, it'll help. They don't want to hear me. They don't want to hear my voice. I can't do your accent when I'm when I'm reading it. But yeah, yeah, it'll be done. It'll be done soon. Neil, we'll get that's it done. The coolest thing ever. Baller teacher playbook. Yeah, it's pretty Audiobook. good. And I'm doing it mostly You're- so that that Amanda will listen to it. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> she she won't. won't. Even if it's me doing it, she's never even seen me do that keynote. I've been doing that keynote for five years now. You're telling I've me spoke- I've seen it more than she has. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you came. I was like, hey, I'm going out Springs, did this keynote, okay, and you're like, all right, go. I'll be there in a minute. Oh, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, Amanda's never seen me do it ever. That's so funny. And I've done. I she was supposed to that. see me a couple times, but then something happened. She couldn't go. Mainly, she didn't want to. But yeah, <laughs> I make her go, sound. I don't know she's why, great. She's amazing. Very well, supportive. But it's the thing. Okay, I mean, I do the same things. When you're completely immersed in something and it's constantly going on at your house or whatever, it's not the thing that it's like uh, actors and actresses have it, directors all that kind of stuff. They they are not even their own family members are not like in awe of it. Jerry Seinfeld just did a thing. He said he gets about six, maybe seven seconds of talking about himself at the house before his family tunes him completely out. It's like, yeah, I'm directing my first movie, but you know, that's whatever. Hey, tell me about your day. He can't, he can't talk about it because they just don't. They're like, we get it. Tyler, you're incredibly intelligent. You wrote this book. I get it. I hear it. It's a lot. I get it. I received that. Yeah. (laughs) My daughter, it's funny to me, like, you know, now that I'm like coaching my kids sports and they're getting to the age, the age of like um, where they're, they're aware, like robots become self-aware. It's like children become self-aware of like the things going on around them and that there's like a whole internet world. And so it's like their classmates, like I went to Titus of basketball practice last night and there's like kids that are like talking to me about my shoes and they're like, yeah. I heard you got like a, a lot of people on, on TikTok. <laughs> I almost said Facebook, not that. Oh, you got a lot no. of people on TikTok and they're like talking to me about it. And Titus is like, oh, uh, he don't care at all. He has no desire to know. Like, it's so funny to me, like Nothing. with kids, like Ezra, like my daughter, she's hilarious. And um, she would be famous if I would edit her videos. She's recorded like 80 <laughs> videos I haven't edited. She has. She really has. And she actually started editing on clips. doesn't matter. Um, and she she goes, somebody at school said we were famous. I was like, what? She goes, yeah, because uh, something about TikTok or, or Instagram or something. No way. And I said, and I go, what did you say? She goes, no, we're not. <laughs> She goes, or she'll be like, I farted and ran away or something like that. (laughs) That's Ezra. That's incredible. He's hilarious. Do we, are are we going to 3v3? Sure, let's 3v3. Which time? It's the third button, remember? I do, because you taught me. Welcome to the party, pal. This is 3v3. It is 3v3. You know, they say that everybody talks about it. Everybody's talking about it. Nobody's praying for it. Every- <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. don't have to pray for it because it's here. It's happening right now. 
Why would you need to do that? But right now, babe, what are the last three books you read? Huh? Why don't you go first? Well, since I'm still tree. pulling up my list. Do you want me to? Do you want me to list all three right no, now? Give me one. I'm gonna go one at a time. Give me one. I'm not even doing accent. I'm just talking I'm louder. I'm not even gonna go one out. How many books have you read this year? Butterworth. Uh, last year was way more. This no, actually, I'm trying to think how many. I was trying to be on a, a two book a month. Uh, I might, I might be there. I'm actually no. I'm more, I'm more than that. Um, stamped by Ibram X. Kendi. Oh, it, that's good. A definitive history of racist ideas in America. Very eye opening. Yep, I loved it. Uh, it's good. Sydney is the one. So uh, there's a there's another book they redid it. It used to be called something else, and they redid it. I read the first one, and then Sydney actually was reading it for. I think she might have been reading it for school. She is. She was reading it in uh, in college, and she told me about it, and so I ended up reading it, and it's great. That's good. I actually read, uh, I think it was like 10 books ago, I read um, uh, Dr. Kendi's uh, How to Be Anti-Racist. I had read Stamped oh, yeah. last year, and then I read How to Be Anti-Racist. Wait, is that one different? Yeah, I think he wrote it before before this one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I loved it. Yeah, it was, was good. Yeah. It was really good. Very, very informative. Yep. Yep. How about you? Um, what do you uh, got? Okay. So the one I'm reading right now is called The Mr. Rogers Effect. Um, and so it talks through why well, I never heard of it. I was literally just searching Libby, by the way, guys, if you're not using Libby app for audiobooks, you should it's really free audiobooks. It's like library. No way. You're literally renting them from the library. Cause I, Oh, the, Sydney uses that. Yeah. Cause audible That's quit right. letting me return them because I would read the books and return them oh, and then get more. And they gosh. were like, yeah, you keep doing this stuff. You go through them fast. Yeah, bro. I drive my yeah. man. Uh-huh. That's why I have a Prius. <laughs> I'm Italian Prius, man. Toyota from Italy. It's a Prius. It's a Prius. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm reading uh, Mr. Rogers' Effect. It talks through uh, Mr. Rogers and um, how he, like, made people feel valuable and, like, how he let them, and, you know, they people felt seen by him, the, even through a camera. And so it's like, I want people, when I walk away from a conversation, I want people to feel like I wasn't just, like, putting in time with them. I want them to feel valued and seen and, I, I'm, you know, Actually, genuinely impact people, and that's yeah. something I'm working and he on. He did that. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I, I have certain areas I focus on, like communication. You know, like connecting with people. That's one right. big one. Leadership yeah. is another one. And then I've I've really over the past you know year and a half I've uh, started reading a lot more books on like um you know being anti racist, social justice stuff like that. That's yeah. something that's very important to me. And so those are my three areas that I kind of rotate. Um, except for one that I'm going to talk about. I later. probably read more on racism, the 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 history of slavery, all that sort of, in the past two years than I ever had. Me too. Like it's 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 like I would base it off of like different podcasts or things, and I was like, no, Tyler. Yeah. I need to hear people's experiences. Yep. Yep. I need to hear them like after they've like all this. I need a deeper dive, and I I, I tallied it up. I'd read. Because it's I'm I just want to show that I'm better. You know? Oh my! Does this make me gosh. better? I've read like 13 books in the past year and a half on that topic, just because. Oh it's wow! Like so, like yeah. I mean, I'm I'm my youngest son is yep. black, and so it's like I I need to be better prepared than I am. It's not about like just oh I love him, you know whatever. It's like I need to be prepared for the conversations. Yes. He's gonna bring home yep. and how am I like I just gotta be better. And so I'm so trying to be as good as I can. It. You're doing it. Oh, no, I'm not doing a good job yet. I'm trying. Trying. To get ready. Okay, sorry. I'm trying and then. I tried to die. Live, busy, living, get busy, dying, shout, shake, and dance to tax money. Sounds like an auctioneer. We went to an auction in Cabot Saturday. Last Saturday, yeah. And they talk like that? 
Uh, yeah, he was really funny. I went with my kids. I took my kids. Took my kids. Wow. Yeah, Good whatever. Them. Who cares? Good for go. them. I don't even like them kids. I uh, read a very bo- You're going to hate this book. It's called Blockchains by Stephen P. Williams. Why would I hate that? It's unbelievably intricate. Uh, so for some reason, when we did our cryptocurrency episode, not the NFTs, but cryptocurrency, I, I got off on this rabbit trail talking about blockchain. And I just... Because I, everything will be... So if uh, with metaverse or meta and everything that is going in that direction, it will all be built off of blockchain. That's where everything's headed. It's it's just, I geeked out on it. I don't know why. I originally was going to school for uh, computer tech. I couldn't handle computer science. It's too much math, but just programming language and all that kind of stuff to see how far it's come. It was just, uh, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Biggest takeaway that everything's going to be around it. Uh, it, the, everything will be built on blockchain because of the it's it's unbreakable code and it's not even worth it. If you did like if you hacked into a server right now, you get access to everything. I mean, Robinhood just went down two days ago and because they had a massive security breach. Why? Because hackers they didn't really have to spend that much time to get through these things. Every every firewall you want to put up, they're going to get through it. You can encrypt it, but this is not like that. If you if you spent all your energy to work and get through one chain. It's not worth it because it's not connected to the other one. So you don't get all the information. You don't even get some of it. So That's good. Nerd out. That's good. Okay. How about you? My turn. Yes, sir. Um, I did uh, Tears We Cannot Stop by Michael Eric Dyson. I don't know it's this a one. Social justice one. Or really? It's, or it's not social justice. Uh, it's about race, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it was good. He did a good job. He does a lot of... Uh, he goes on a lot of like TV channels and is like, um, you know, when they do panels. What did you hear and stuff. about him? I just searched oh, top books and okay. that because okay. I've, I've read a lot of the ones people have recommended. So yep. it's like, I just, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're down I just now. searched it and yep. I'm like, okay, cool. And I, I've yeah. been reading a lot of the, I try to read a lot of the books that are popular just because even if I'm like, like, even if it's a it book is. that I don't agree with or like, oh, I wouldn't choose that, but it's like, I like to know what everybody's reading because that's the thing. If we get in our bubble, Oh. We're only going to think one thing. And I'm like, I need to hear other things. That way I can either, either one, if something is sounds better than what I think, I want to change yeah. what I think. Yeah. Or B, I want to understand why certain people think that way. And so it's like, I'll just search top books. And this I want to know. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, that's smart. Um, What's your third one? Infinite Game, Simon Sinek. So you, good. Um, you had talked about it maybe two years ago. Yeah. Year and a half ago or whatever. And I like him. So I just put it on the list and went through it. It's just, uh, it makes me... It makes me think about yeah. a lot, a lot. It's so good, um, man. Yeah. No, Simon Sinek is, he's got a great TikTok channel. doesn't have very many followers on there. Yeah. His, is his it clips amazing. or is it him actually talking? It's him talking. Good. He, yeah. um, Simon Sinek and Malcolm Gladwell, I've read every single book they've done and I will continue to read every book they've done. Yeah. I just love the way they communicate and I will read every book they do. Yeah. I will not listen to Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, but it's great, I'm sure. Why? I just, I just, I, there's one podcast. There's only me. one podcast for me. Comedy bank. Is it this one? <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just kidding. You just kidding. Flesh I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Colored, I was just kidding. Flesh colored bowling ball. That's what I call <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. He's like a steroid snowman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh gosh. Okay. No, that's good. That's uh, good. And third, I actually, so, um, I, you know, I love Harry Potter. Uh, J.K. Rowling wrote those yeah. books. Uh, oh, she wrote. She did a new one, didn't she? Well, a new Harry Potter book? No. She's supposed to be working she, on that, one. Now. That's what it was. That's what it was. She, um, she also wrote um, a series under the pseudonym Robert Galbraith. 
And so at first, you know, that nobody knew it was her. Then it came out. I don't know if she leaked it or if that, okay. you know, it was an accident. But everybody found out it was J.K. Rowling. But Robert Galbraith, uh-huh. which is J.K. Rowling, uh, wrote a, a series. It's like essentially like a detective crime series. Okay. And I, she read, the first one's called The Cuckoo's Calling. And it's about, it follows a guy named Corman Strike. He, you know, was the illegitimate son of some famous rock star. You know, obviously it's not real. It's not like yeah, a true okay. story. And, you know, he went to Army. He has like one leg. I'm just kind of hitting the bullet points. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's about him solving cases and his, really? you know, his assistant, Robin, or partner or whatever, um, Robin. And uh, I read the first one, Cuckoo's Calling, several years ago, and it was good. It's like, it's like grown-up Harry Potter, but yeah, around yeah, a British... Yeah, yeah. One guy That's with one leg. That's what I was going to say. Is, is it recognizable, the style of it's, it? It is. It's similar because the way she wrote Harry Potter was like this arc of the book where it's like there's there's a running like mystery that you're trying to figure out. And then when you hear the, here's the end of it, you're like, oh, now I can piece it together. Yeah, it's it almost like sense. if I don't reread, yeah. I could see uh-huh. that. Um, except for the sixth book was a little different because it wasn't as clear. It was very murky in Harry Potter. We, can, we should explain Harry Potter. It's like my should. favorite thing. I thought about it today, but I was like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, I would love to. So whenever, um, whenever you read it, it's, it's got that similar feel to it. And she's mixed it up on how she's done the books. But uh, I think she wrote, I read that one five or six, seven years ago. And then I like completely forgot that it existed, I guess. And then about a month ago, I thought, oh, I wonder if she's written more. And apparently she's written five of them. What? So she yeah, is like a machine. She is, along with all the other stuff she does. And uh, and I read all four of those within, like I get on fiction kicks when I read too much like leadership, communication, uh-huh. yeah, social to. justice stuff. Like and I have to step the palette. Out. Yes. Yep. And I'll go out and read. And so I just read three or four of those. I was driving a lot. So I read three or four of those in a row. And so the Cormor Strike series was really good. I like it. Uh, one that I don't recommend is uh, Ready Player Two. Really? Yeah. I think Josh Rawls likes that for some reason. Why do I think Josh likes that? He probably like, here's no way. There's zero chance. Okay, maybe I made that. There's up. two zero chances in this statement. One that he will listen to this. Two that he will read that. <laughs> Neither one of those. That's true. Yep. That is true. Okay, Ready Player Two. You didn't like it? No, don't do it. Um, all right, do you want to? You want to will it rocket more than anything in the world? Is it the green one? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It did it. The question on everyone's mind. Will it rock? <laughs> the answer is probably yes. The question on everybody's mind is, will Neil hit the right button? The answer... Probably... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Has Dwayne The Rock Johnson... Is he Is he a, an author? Is he, is he a published a writer. author? Is he... Do you know if he is? Is he an Arthur Arthur Conan Doyle? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Or is he Arthur off of Arthur and Friends? You can tell whenever I'm the one that I am the one, the one. <laughs> whenever I'm the one that like <laughs> carry, like not carries it, but like is the main, like here's the information guy. Because there's like, you don't hear me just completely derailing the conversation every 10 seconds. Neil, fact, 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 Tyler. <laughs> Hello, mate. Oh, this is my Australian accent. Neil. Patience, patience. All right, facts. Tyler, Ew, mustache. Like, I'm so stupid. So, somebody yesterday was trying to describe to their wife what our podcast was. Oh, my gosh. And they said, it's it's these two guys. They're trying to give you some helpful information, and then they rabbit trail. And it's it's a lot of rabbit trailing. That's like hey. 100% is. Allison Wonderland sold a lot for, of movies. Seriously. Books. Down the... Paul Carroll. What's his name? Paul Carroll. Will, Arthur Paul Carroll. Will Ferrell. Doyle. I think it's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> Stranger than Fiction, really. Stranger than Fiction. Uh, he does have a book. It's called The Rock Says. 
Yeah? I think it's a kid's book. What's the percent chance that he wrote it versus someone else wrote it and they <laughs> stuck his name on it? Uh, it is a book by Dwayne Johnson and Joseph Layden. It says the Joseph Rock- Gordon Layden. <laughs> <laughs> Looper. Uh, the Rock says and it's, it's uh, about the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. It's uh, I think it's like a an how did he is it LeBron James wrote it? Unapologetic <laughs> Is laying the smackdown with unapologetic honesty in imitable style. The Rock tells his story from his boyhood days traveling around the world with his father, a professional wrestler. That's so hot, bro. That's incredible. Would you read it? No. Uh, no. <laughs> so it won't no. rock. <laughs> Sorry, Rock. No, rock like a ding dong. It won't. It won't. And I think we can both take the Rock in our foot race. You think so? A hundred percent. Do you know how it's much kinetic energy needs to build up to get his butt to move? So you're saying that we could beat him if it's a shorter race because we're going to get a quicker start. But if he gets going, that train will come. <laughs> I hear the train are coming. coming. It's, it's what? Rolling, Rolling down around the bend. <laughs> I'm so stupid. All right. This is writing a book. How to write a book. Why write a book? Write a book. Write. Oh, because if you write a book, correct. Yeah, that smile just great, but it doesn't go right Correct a book. Write a book. Write a book. Uh, Tyler's written four books, and you should definitely go read them. Neil wrote, wrote a book, Bike Beyond Book <laughs> documentary on YouTube. I guess I need That's to stop talking. That's where books are. Hey, nope. we should do All a right. TED Talk. Is that the culmination of this show? We do a real TED Talk? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be incredible. And then at the end of it, we could say, bye, and just not say <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk, y'all. Bye. Nope. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Explain Everything podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Explain Everything Podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you're already here. We love you. No, actually, we're in love with you. (laughs) Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Bye.